It's time to go into auto reverse with Tony and Matt, where we look at bands that were underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some unknown. This week we're going auto reverse on Kate Bush. So this week we're going to be talking about someone that I will admittedly I don't know a lot about, but you, I am, you know, again put together a great playlist that kind of kind of schooled me on it, on on her. Um, very interesting musician, very interesting person, a very uh, you know even a very kind of unique career. Um, how did you? Is there something about Kate Bush? I mean, how did? Why don't you kind of start with tell me, like, how were you introduced to her and her music? Very, very simple. <laughs> I was a Gen X latchkey kid sitting in front of cable TV and watching MTV <laughs> nonstop. And her video for Running Up That Hill was on there. Right. Um, that's from uh, that's the that's Hounds of Love. That's all. Yep, 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 yep. And um, I was, I, it, was it her biggest record in the U.S.? It may have been, or maybe the, the album the big, after. I'm not positive. The biggest one was, uh, the biggest one, I, I just remember looking at it. It was the Sensual World was their biggest. Sensual World. That's the one after, yeah. yeah. Now, so, so, so Running Up That Hill had, uh, uh, it was just a great video. She's in the video playing a young girl. Right. Uh, the father in the video is played by the famous actor, uh, British actor, whose son is an American actor who was in The Lost Boys. Help me out here. Not Richard Harris. Kiefer Sullivan. Kiefer, no, uh, Kiefer, oh, Donald Sullivan. Sullivan. Donald Sullivan plays her dad in the video. Oh. It was, and, and it had that grainy, foggy, sort of like mono, monochrome-ish color vibes that a lot of like videos from England had at the time so right. like kind of like Dexy's Midnight Runners had this Paul Young they all had this look to their videos that made it so ooh, romantic for a 15 16 year old who didn't know <laughs> shit about life and, and so I saw her I saw the video and I heard the song and I would and I was like this is a completely uh, uh, um, unique thing in the pop world, and um, I and I think I bought the 12 inch for running uh, running up that hill, and then later uh, through to being um, exposed to that, I heard uh, Weathering Heights and other and some of her older stuff, and and I was just I was just um, mesmerized by her, and then. What would I? What would happen? And I did. And this has happened with a lot of band records and stuff that I listen to. It's like I get it, really get into it. I have this crystallizing moment. Then I revisit it every whatever seven years, and I, and it just reaffirms what I already knew. Just and then I get deeper into the catalog, which I've done with her. I think I bought um, the records. Let's see. Uh, um, I bought. Weather, the one that has Weathering Heights, The Kick Inside, right. and then the two albums after that, the one that has Babushka on it, which is a great song, and then the others, and then the other album. So I bought all the her, the records after, like over the years, and I just, and I just, you know, I love her. She's the best. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny because that's the first time I heard her was like watching MTV nonstop. And I think actually the first time I actually, she, her, that song was promote, that was like a one Oh, no, 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 hold on. I made a mistake. I want to correct this here on the episode before I sound like a jackass when you put it out. Um, <laughs> so I saw the video for Running Up That Hill, which is great. But the video I was talking about with uh, Donald Sutherland was the song from another, was the, the video for the song on that same album called Cloud Busting. Oh, and that was a great video, and it was the follow-up to Running Up That Hill. I just want to get that clear, because so that both those videos made a really a real impact on me. I just want to get that clear. Sorry. Right, right, right. You keep going. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, because at the time when I saw her was on MTV, and it was like her that song was used as one of the in one of the commercials. And it didn't come on as much, but that's when I first saw it. I thought, well, you know, obviously her her vocal stylings is something that really um, captivates you. And I understood why they used it because it was a nice offshoot with the other bands that they had on there, which was, I think, was the Tubes, Talk To You Later. And, you know, I, I mean, I, that phase of listening and being influenced by music was I, you know, I was still buying like seven inches. Like I'd never, I would never, I didn't have the money to jump into an album a lot of the time. So like MTV mm. was good. Like, and, and to, to further that, I, my grandmother had this little tape recorder. And so I would, when certain videos came on, I would p push the tape recorder and I would tape record the song. <laughs> and Kate Bush's song, that I think Run right Up the Hill was one of them that I tape recorded. Mad, mad bootleg. Yeah, just lazy, lazy cheap ass is more like lazy bootleg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want to get. I didn't want to go buy the tape for it. You know, it wasn't even the vinyl. I get the tape because I had a Walkman, so I, and I was like, oh, that was the easiest way to do things. Um, but yeah, I think like when you're talking about her style and things like she's very captivating in a way that doesn't sound hokey or like um, overly done. It's very genuine, uh, very uh, idiosyncratic. Uh, both in her, oh, yeah. in her song construction. And it was one of the things that was really interesting about learning about her was, you know, you know, she started like when she was like really young doing doing music and, um, you know, she taught herself how to pay, play the piano when she was 11 um, and then started to just kind of from that process on teaching, you know, putting lyrics to whatever she was writing. Um, and I didn't even know that David Gilmour was very influential in getting her uh, signed. Like, getting her signed, like she had a demo with like over 50 songs on it, and he really helped it, helped it out. I, I I forgot how old she was, but I know it was like before she was eight, 18. Is that correct? Something like that. Uh, she was really young. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Her first hit, um, um, Weathering Heights. She was 19. And those demos were made a few years before, okay. seven, you know, seventeen or sixteen, and he made the early demos. But then I, there was some kind of conflict, like between them. Yeah, like I, I, she was always someone that wanted creative control, even from an early age, and and her folks were right behind her in that. And um, I think there was some kind of conflict with Gilmore, and he, but he, you know, he bounced, and yeah. then. Um, and then she wound up hooking up with this guy who wound up being her manager for a long time and someone else who was her producer for like the first three records. And then that's how they got their deal. And I, you know, and I, I didn't realize this. I read this recently when she got her, her advance, her first advance on her first few records, 
She took the money and got like a fucking master's degree in modern dance. Yeah, she like spent, yeah, yeah, she like spent the whole advance yeah. on that. Yeah. And, and then and it really paid dividends in a way because I guess she really uh, the kick inside and whatever the record is after and like I don't think she really toured much on that and then yeah. then she toured on like the third album a lot and she basically that those first few tours were like these huge productions with like 19 costume changes and different dancers for different songs and and I, it, like the artistry and how she like kind of merged all these ideas in a in an era of where you know like nowadays it's like these assholes go they like become like disney stars and then they become pop stars right I, you know like in her thing it was like all self-made and self-taught and and she she willed it to happen and the and and it's something about her dance the way she dances interpretive yeah. like modern dance it's really it works so well uh, it's you know and, and i'm not even much of a musical theater guy or a dance guy i don't give a fuck about any of those things that much but like for her it really works and uh, it's why she's such a great artist it's why you know why i wanted her you know to to cover her i won't forget Like when you start learning more about her, that's where it's kind of fascinating because she she was pretty prolific in terms of how much music she has produced. Yet she has not really put out that many albums. Like I was reading that she was like she has like like two hundred plus songs at, at it's one like point. six or seven albums, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's they're just all you know they're like like these bootleg things. Like it's not really something that she put up. For, for a record label, even though, you know, all of her albums have sold in the UK, uh, like, if not a gold album every time, but at least a platinum album. She's not as big as in the States, but uh, I mean, like the biggest, you know, that song with Peter, that duet with Peter Gabriel. Yeah, like, Don't oh, give up. what a song. Yeah, it's a fantastic Don't song. Give, what a song. And you would think that would bring more people in, but I think she's also like, um, you know, how, passionate her fans are um you know she, she she's huge in england and she also has some sort of like order of the royal excellent, crown excellent thing. Order, yeah. yeah cba yeah yeah she like has that, that. Yeah. she's no she's no joke in england she's no joke and she's i mean i actually had half a mind to raise up some money and go see her when they when she played in 2014 i forget when it was when she did like a series of like 10 shows in england i wanted to go and see her. I, I have the same love for her that I have for like Sade. Right. Uh, oh, I know. Just you're... this. Just, yeah. Ah. This just like very holistic 
per, just permeates everything. It's just, it's just like she she is a unique self um, self you know self maintaining self enclosed um, artist that you know it, it defies genre or popular culture or whatever the fuck you know and that's man that is you can find that you're lucky yeah i mean i think you know when you're listening to the playlist as well it's you could you can hear like most of the songs on there i've never heard before and that's what the treat was of going through these things and hearing you know the variant the variety of both her lyrics which it kind of has i don't this is a probably a shitty description of it, but it's kind of like a almost a Tom Waits kind of like it's not really it's kind of not a linear kind of presentation in many ways. It's kind of has a very unique storytelling style that is very yeah. it's very interesting yeah. and something that's very keeps you engrossed, but it's not run of the mill. No, and and she and she she moves moves seamlessly between like between styles and stuff it's not like you know she's a musician she can she can do a lot and she just uses a, you know she changes up the style of the of the song or of the music to um you know to to better frame what she's trying to say and it's 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 incredible you know i i there are not many artists like her there are very few and and and, and don't try to tell me that the new run of the mill thing that you like is like. Don't even try to tell me that. Like it, like that. She's an important artist. Um, yeah. You know, just like like the Beatles are. I guess. I mean, I hate you know. Not trying to say she's the Beatles, but you know, like that. No, she seems like she also does. You know, she has another key thing, and a lot of that is to how much respect she has from her fellow musicians. So you know, obviously, you know, with the Peter Gabriel. Um, you know, she guested on Games Without Frontiers and No Self Control, those early Peter Gabriel albums, which I love. Um, He's another great artist. Who? Peter Gabriel. You think? Oh yeah. Come on. Does he have a CBA, CBE too? I don't know if he has some kind of English royal monarch tag to his on his name, but he should. I just know that when he goes to places that are formal, he doesn't have to wear a tie. So I think that. He just he can wear like a Nehru jacket and it's fine. Are you messing with me? A little bit. Ah. <laughs> just a touch, my friend. The, the, I just I I I I don't want to I don't want to, you know, whatever. Beat a dead horse here. I just really think she's a great artist, and that's why that's why I pushed to cover you know to to discuss her on Auto Reverse because well, her songs are great and the playlist. I think I threw that playlist together in like a couple hours, uh, but it's really it was easy because I already like I knew that like it doesn't take much, you know. These these are the great songs and check them out. So like let's let's kind of dive into something to where you because you know she, she isn't as well known, but if you were going to tell people why she's important to listen to or what what to listen for, maybe that's even a better way of putting it. What about her music in terms of, you know, let's stay, maybe stay away from the obvious with the vocals, but what, what are things that are kind of about interesting about her put her albums or her songs or the way that she puts, you know, her piano playing or her how she puts everything together to you? I, th I think it's, uh, 
I think there's a, ja- a jazzy spirit in what she's doing. So mm-hmm. it's like a lot of like um, odd time time signatures and other things that I, I honestly am not the expert in any of that. I don't I don't go digging in those weeds. I'm not a musician, but I know that that's there. I think her lyri- lyrics are very unique. Uh, uh, the music is very unique. Her turn of phrase, like there's sort of there's a so she's romantic but at the same time she's empowered and you hear that i think there's just a lot i, I think there's a lot i think there's a lot for young women i think there's a lot for young men i th- you know there's there's it's just it's very i i said it before it's just so unique there's no one else like her yeah the the, the thing that i take away and what i would say that comes through to me like musically it's there it's something it's something that where it's not one thing is unusual everything how she kind of puts weaves everything together makes it uh makes makes you kind of stand at attention she and she could write a really good hook as well that that's another thing too she doesn't shy away from doing things that make that kind of sit and kind of pop out for you it doesn't have to be um you know, she talks about, I think she's, you know, she's opening up very personal thoughts to, it, it, it obviously comes back to when she wants, she's one of these people that makes a statement with her, with her music and writes things uh, to kind of project whatever her thoughts are going or experiences are going through her head. But she does it like at a very deep level. I guess I'm not explaining this the best way, but what, what I came across from what I liked about her I could tell that it seemed like something that whatever the songs that she wrote, wrote that there was a lot of time going into it and it was a level of getting to a deeper truth or something to where there was a little bit more of an intricate uh, musical uh, union between the instruments that it just makes, it just makes your songs kind of, it, that's the things that I, maybe even a little Brian Wilson-ish in terms of like there's an orchestration part of how she puts mm-hmm. things together with some lyrics that are like like deep but simple, clear but poignant. Um, and that's not an easy thing to do because you could be a poet and your music just in your words just lay a big curry fart when you put it to music. And I think having those things all blend really well you know, it's it was it's no surprise to me when I found out she like wrote like like for four or five years wrote like 200 songs, um, and I was like, this is someone who obviously, you know, likes to put things out and get things out, and she's not going to, and, you know, you counterbalance with the the not real expansive discography that she has, you know, someone who cared about what she was putting out there for people to to consume and. I'm sure that frustrated the shit out of her labels, but you know that whatever. It's like shot. It's like Sade. Sade only has like six, seven studio albums. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's quant. It's quality over quantity. I'll add these two things to um, to Miss Bush or Mrs. Bush. I'm not sure if she's married or not. Well, her I, name's Bush, so it'd be just be yes. Miss Ms. Bush. Okay, Senora Bush. Yes, Senora I will Bush. say this about her. She. How do I put this? She's okay. She so the fa- the way she her songs right. It's like it's like the perfect where like the avant garde meets the pop. So the most built up 
shit of her of her songs like you said the orchestrated stuff filling it up really or and then it's it's right up next to the most stripped down thing right the fa how she does that and artists that are able to you know walk that line you know it's it that is some special shit it is and i and i, I know a lot of people overuse this it's magic right mm -hmm. what she's able to do is magic she uses her imagination to construct this world that we all want to be in and the fact that she just does it by recording her voice and some instruments to back to back it up that's incredible man i'm sorry that is not a film you don't have like to apologize yeah I, I know i'm <laughs> apologizing to the to so-called fan or li listener uh singular uh <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not I'll never apologize to you ever. Okay, um, thank you. Unless I'm late or something. But uh, but um, that's her. She is magic, you know. And she's and like I said, she's singular. She's unique. Well, she, she's magic. Yeah. And and you and it's incredible the world that she's made for us. Right. You know? And and anyone that complains she didn't make enough albums needs to go sit home at home and try to write one themselves. Right. Yeah, and fill the void of the the, That's the, right. the number yeah. of albums that we need to get. Yeah, the, the, you, you can make an album. Now. Yeah, okay, yeah. Thanks. Please fill the quota, sir or madam. No. You know, it's and it's, it's also, real easy. Yeah, it is. Uh, real easy to do. The uh, you know like she was you know like they her you know trying to even categorize her music as art pop is kind of difficult too because it's. She kind of infuses like a lot of different styles. Like I don't think that there's like I would not call her rock. I mean, you kind of have to put rock, but I don't know. Yeah. It's it's not like there seems to be a lot of different. She picks fruits from a lot of different trees. And, and yeah, she's every she's everything. Yeah, she's everything. She's everything. But more importantly, she's herself. Yeah. Well, and that, that's, that's and that's and that's that's the thing. That's the trick. Is not is not. Uh, even if you wanted to take something from Pink Floydish or something, I don't know, you want to take something from glam rock or whatever, but you need to make it come out sound your own thing and then take it to some other level to where it's not only your own thing, but an interesting thing to listen to. Because I think that that's the, that's the trick in writing music, especially when you're doing something that is an expression of yourself. You have to sit there and really kind of play through a lot of things that sh that influence you, and then take it, and then keep elevating it to a place where it's the most interesting version of itself. Like sh that idea that she probably starts with, you know, bringing the, the stonemason's little stool out, and just you just keep chipping away at it till you kind of reach like here's where I thought it could go, and let's see if I could take it even further, and pushing that limit of like I'm going to take this ethnic folk song and see where I can use these lyrics to tell this story with, and how have all these things kind of work together because I feel like it would make an interesting song. You know, that's that's a lot, you know, that's, that's you know, not a blues song, obviously, you know, where, you know, you're basically leaning on like the main riff and a good hook and a good chorus and, I, you know, I think that what's the biggest takeaway for me as someone who is really come to appreciate her music through the playlist and, you know, just through what I've read is, you know, you can have great ideas and you can have a great voice and you can know how to play the piano, but 
doing something and weaving it together and doing it for a long time and making everything sound fresh that is really that's craft that's that's genius that's someone who is be, who's above most listen any artist especially musician i'm not even going to talk about a filmmaker i'm not going to talk about writers or visual artists any musician that can create a world through their music that you want to visit constantly that takes a certain level of artistry that i think a lot of artists don't understand and may not be in tune with it is a type of magic like where the fuck to weird melody melodies like the ones that she expresses constantly come from yeah where it what is that it's sort of related to language and but it's ma it's like it's magic and it's just kind of like it's a way it's a way to communicate to us to let us know that we are someone is here for right. you you know someone is here for you it and not a lot of musicians do that no nope. you know very few get to that point and I cannot stop, um, you know, sort of like putting this in like bold letters with exclamation points around it. She's just that special, you know, yes. she's just that special. Yeah. And I, I hope you all take a listen to it and, you know, it'd be great to get us what you think about Kate Bush or, you know, and how this, you know, her music, what your thoughts on it. We're just, you know. Every episode we end, we're trying to poke you guys into talking to us because we're not, not that we're not lonely because we got a house full of people <laughs> that we're, te we're tend to, but we're curious, we're curious about what you'd like to hear and what you would like us to talk about. Um, but uh, Kate Bush is, you know, we're trying to expand and go to a lot of places that uh, are interesting to us and we hope that are interesting to you. So give us a shout on, in, you know, our Instagram or our Facebook page or do use the old email at autoreversepod at gmail.com and let us know because again, it's like, you know, we get a kick out of all these, you know, Tony gets kicked doing the playlist. I get the, I get a kick out of telling Tony you made a great playlist and you know, it's, we'd like to, you know, any direction or thing that you would like us to take a look at, we're happy to do it. Cause we just, this is like the highlight of our week. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Peace, everyone. All right, see ya. <laughs>